0: It's season
1: two. Busy,
2: boy. We back, baby. Woo!
1: Hello and welcome to season two of the Sports Burrito, the podcast that puts all your favourite sports into one tasty wrap. I'm Matt. I've got my tall friend Dan on one side. Hello. And resident chubby motormouth Luke on the other. Good evening.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This season is shaping up to be an exciting one with a whole host of decorated athletes and international superstars joining us along the way. So as, o- so as always, once again, sorry. sit back, relax and enjoy. And sorry for any offence calls in advance. Six
0: and a half remaining. Storming run by Brown, off he goes. Anton Brown, And we're back with a big guest. This week, we've got New Zealand All Black. 2015 Super Rugby winner and Premiership All Star Lima Sopoaga joining us. Woo! Woo! <laughs> so sit back and enjoy this. Very good. Thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot.
3: No, no worries, man. See this, no, no trouble at all.
2: What about you, mate? Like, because you started your own podcast as well. What, what was the sort of backstory to
3: Yeah, it was just um, it was just two of my best mates who who grew up. Wellington, uh, one lives in London, one lives in Ireland, and I guess for us, well, for me especially, like as um as a footy player as an athlete, it's you know I think sometimes the the stories get lost in translation because you know media companies tend to want to um, yeah. you know have have sort of like clickbait sort of articles you know things like that, and I think sometimes uh I think sometimes what happens is as fans have perceptions of players in certain lights um and you don't actually get to understand the real person and just a chance to sort of you know tell stories the way we want them told and um you know ask questions that we want to ask and and i've had you know like feedback like some some people have have been like oh man i didn't really know this about this guy or you know i actually yeah. like him now or, or yeah, yeah. You know I mean? so, <laughs> yeah 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 so no
2: so. it's true it's
3: true that's all it's really oh, yeah. about really
2: as well, like obviously, the all or nothing series on uh, Amazon that you were in. I think they're so good at shedding the light on, on players, like with the City one, and obviously with the All Black, like, and also the most recent one with obviously the, you know, the Aussies and the Ashes. You like yeah. certain have certain perceptions of players, as you said, like Marcus Labuchain. I wasn't his biggest fan in that series, <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, What a good bloke! Like, I definitely go for some points with him. <laughs> yeah. Cracking, cool lad.
3: Yeah. Exactly. So no, I think is, that's uh, what
0: it's about. Yeah, no, of course. Um and well, straight to your career, if you don't mind. We uh you you made the move in 2018, was it? Uh back over to England, uh back into England, sorry, and you, you joined Wasps. What's it kind of been like for you? Have you did you settle in quite well initially? Uh, in rugby terms, you clearly uh, did settle in.
3: Yeah, it's it's, it's been a, um quite a difficult transition to be fair. Um I, I don't think I came over sort of with the right mentality. Um, you know, I kind of thought, oh, I've been playing rugby my whole life. You know, how how hard can it be to just move to the other side of the world? And you know, I'm in an English-speaking country, and you know, I'll just be able to do the same stuff that I was at the Highlanders and, and the All Blacks for the last sort of eight or nine years. And um, yeah, I think that was the kind of the wrong mindset because I got here, and I, you know, it was a it was a big shock and um, yeah, things just just hadn't, hadn't, especially in that first sort of twelve months, they didn't sort of mm-hmm. pan out the way I would have liked them to be. And um, you know, and that's just by my own standards. Whereas you know, I hold myself to the highest um, to the highest standard, and you know, yeah, I'm course. my own harshest critic. So yeah, it hasn't hasn't all been all sunshine and rainbows, but there has been you know some really cool positives that have come out of it, and I've, I definitely know that I've grown as a person and, a, and as a player. But um I've had, I've had other awesome experiences um, off the field and, and things yeah, like I, that that have certainly made up for
1: it. So I was just going to say, so you mentioned those sort of like the changes and culture changes between playing out in, out in New Zealand and England. Are there any that particularly stand out that were like, this is, complete"? from a rugby standpoint more than anything, from being at Wasps versus being at Highlanders before, is there anything that like, particularly stood out as a difference in terms of the cultures of the club or just it seems to be more because of ones in England and ones in New Zealand, or is it more just like small things end up adding up a bit?
3: Well, it's, you know, like I th- I think it's because you know in New Zealand rugby's the be all and end all, you know, and we've been playing that Yeah. Um, we've been playing at hit like in our country. Like I was playing since I was like three, four years old. Whereas guys at my team didn't yeah. pick up a rugby ball till they were like fifteen. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think yeah. yeah. just that. The way we play the game and the way we see it down south is totally different to the way, um, you know, you guys see it up here. And, and there's a lot of other factors that I think play into the way the game's played up here as well, and compared to the way it's played down south. You know, um, just just off the top of my head, you know, one one classic example was relegation. You know what I mean? So like, you've yeah. got relegation here, so clubs aren't mm-hmm. likely to play you know, a young kid in the academy, whereas in New Zealand, you know, you can, you can afford to play this young kid and, and see what he can do. And he doesn't he doesn't fear mistakes because, you know, the consequences are simply just a winner or, or a loss. But yeah, of course. Cool. You know, you lose and that could be the the end, at, end of your following year and you could be in mm. relegation. So I think little things like that certainly change yeah. the dynamics of, of how the game is played and the way it's played in different hemispheres as well.
0: Yeah, no, of course. And culturally, there's uh, clearly quite a big difference in Sam Kane uh, being the captain for the next uh, the next however many years. Do you think that's the right call? Is he the man for the job, in your opinion?
3: I think with Sam Kane, he's been there a long time. Um, and he's, he's still very young. Um, I think he's only sort of 28 as well. And I think he was in the All Blacks when he was sort of 20 years old. So I think he's been one of the... Players that have been sort of handpicked for a long time to sort of succeed Richie McCaw and Kieran Reid. So I think, with all the resources and time and effort they've put into him, I don't, you know, I think it would be silly of them not to back their back their man that they've, they've yeah. um, obviously um, decided that this is the guy. And, you know, like at the moment, the Chiefs aren't going that well, but that it's not. Through any fault of his own, you know, sometimes that happens. But um, at, at the at international level, he's a he's a true and proven performer. So, you know, I I think only time will tell how great a captain he will be, and he'll have his own style. And I think um, I think he'll actually be really good for the group. To be fair.
0: Oh, good good stuff. Um, so it was obviously, was it Richie that you played under when, uh, was, that was captain when you were there? I played, the I
3: played um, under Richie and uh, Kieran Reid. So I was lucky to play under both. Uh, both pretty uh, serious. Yeah, pretty serious football players <laughs> and you know, they, they know how to play the game. So yeah, it was, it was cool to um, learn off them both and, and just see the contrasting sort of styles.
1: And that environment basically like so unique. Yeah, the New Zealand environment was a country with a population of what, about 5 million. and yeah, the, about 5 uh, million. At The pinnacle of its sport, uh, of uh, rugby or whatever, for probably the last 15 years, you could argue that every year New Zealand have probably been the best team in the world. Obviously, they've not won every World Cup, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're not the best team in the world that year. What is it in particular do you think that makes? New Zealand, like you said earlier, like can you pick up the ball, like rugby is life out there. But do you think it's uniquely that, or do you think there's something else in the psyche of the country that makes you makes New Zealand other countries so successful when it comes to uh, international rugby?
3: Yeah, 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 it's a hard one to put your sort of put your finger on. But if I can just think back to my time in the jersey, I guess when I when I put it when I put on that. Um, sort of that black jersey or that black armor. I honestly felt yeah. like I was like superhuman, so invincible. I, I, invincible. Yeah, yeah. I kind of <laughs> and and it's kind of just when you get in that environment, it's it's crazy. They like just a pure belief um, yeah. that you know, like that will never fail, that will never lose, is 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 pretty crazy because you know at some point yeah. you are gonna lose, but there's never any doubt and within your own mind yeah that that on any given day that we're going to lose a test match and even when we're down or or things like that um it just seems to sort of have that never say die attitude um which is pretty cool yeah yeah it's, it's kind of just like yeah it's crazy to think but um looking back on it yeah it's it's i guess for everybody in that room it's a lifelong dream and, and something that's yes. so special to New Zealand so when you finally get it you just you just don't want to let anyone down i guess
1: sure do you have a personal highlight in <laughs> an all black shirt
3: uh, i think yeah yeah i do but it wasn't actually playing the test um, which is kind of weird but i think the <laughs> Um, my best moment in the All Blacks environment is when you get in there, um, and you're a rookie, and you've never been in there before. You sort of have this this team meeting, and that they kind of go through the values and, and things that are yeah. important to the to the club. And then at the end, you kind of stand up in front of the group, and they perform the haka to you as like a welcome, kind of um, gesture. You know, saying that you're a part of the club now. Um, So standing there Standing there Facing the Haka Yeah it was was something Totally surreal and it's It's probably actually even more fierce um, Than on game day Sometimes because I guess it's you know like You're not you're pretty much right In each other's face They they just go Mm. They just go hard and it's kind of like They're welcoming you into this You know into this special club and yeah exactly and yeah you just feel sort of all the mana and you feel all the pride and what it really means to be a part of this group so yeah that that for me was probably that must
0: be pretty special
3: yeah probably my special moment
2: nice and obviously like as you said there like the welcoming like of the culture and everything um us boys have read james kerr's book of legacy which obviously follows like the, the ethos and everything behind the All Blacks. How true to the book is, is, does that sort of translate? Um, obviously, there's a few chapters in there about like voting systems, like how they don't necessarily always pick the best players. They pick people who will fit in with the culture and the team and drive things forward.
3: Yeah, it's funny you say that. I get asked that question a lot about that that book um legacy and i to tell you the truth i fucking never read it eh? (laughs) Uh, you know i guess i guess because for the pure fact that um you know i got to live it live yeah if that makes sense um yeah so for me like reading a book about what the All Blacks is live yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't really appeal to me because I am like, "Fuck!" I, <laughs> I, I see <laughs> this every day, you know. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, this, you know, completely that like, point. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I get to experience this live, but you know, I I definitely um have picked up on a few points that a lot of people ask me about, you know, whether about you know the sweet being the changing rooms and things like that, and that's definitely true, um, a hundred percent. I remember we lost the game, and Aussie, and I think oh. I wasn't uh, I wasn't in the match day 23 but we would lost and obviously we'd you know we're pretty fuming um you know disappointed that we had lost against Aussie and and Sydney and I remember Steve Hansen he said it's it's all right to hurt and you can be disappointed and and things like that but when we walk out of this change room we leave it even cleaner than when we found it we don't walk out of here like sore losers and so that for me, I just remember that vividly and being like, "Far." Ah. Even when we were hurting and stuff, the coach was like, "We we don't drop our standards just because we lost and we gutted doesn't mean that we um, drop our standards." Um, as if you know, when we win. when we win, it's easier to do those small things. It's easier to mm-hmm. be able to clean and change your room because you're cleaning with with yeah. a beer in your hand and the yeah. music's blasting and you've got a smile on your face. So everyone's like, "Yeah, I'll pick up all the rubbish," but when you lose. <laughs> get disappointed i think that showed even more um you know it shows even more what you're about than what you were about as a group and i think um i i I definitely remember that vividly and i was just like oh damn now i kind of get it you know like those those are the things that you know people don't see but um i think in the long run make the biggest difference Um, but yeah things like that and just kind of like vote I'm not too sure about the voting, but definitely they pick guys, um, you know, no dickhead policy. Like, they would rather pick someone who's, yeah. who is better for the team than someone who's the best in the team who's a twat, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> that's definitely yeah, something yeah. That, yeah. Um, that, that rings true and it, and it, and you, you get found out pretty quickly, I think, and you sort of have to, um, you know, toe the line in this environment because it's pretty cutthroat and, um yeah, there's there's no room for error.
0: Yeah. Um. On to the the uh, the stuff at Highlanders. You got to play against uh, against the Lions and you beat the Lions. Um. What is that like? And what are the Lions kind of viewed as culturally down in New Zealand? Is it quite a big? Is it quite a big uh, event? Obviously, it's only once every 12 years, or is it just something now that's just become tradition and it's not really looked upon that highly? Or
3: yeah, I guess for me, when I was coming through, and I was just like, oh, this ain't, like, it's just the Lions, like, who cares? But I think coming over here and seeing, you know, the Six Nations and seeing it yeah. all, I'm like, far, man, that Lions, that would be cool to be a part of, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think being immersed in the culture, because like, we're so far away. Yeah. I don't think we really fathom how big sort of the Six Nations is as, as a country in New Zealand. Like, we don't really watch it because the games are, you know, like at what, o'clock. 2.30 in the morning, you know, like, yeah. like, unless it's All Blacks, like, we're not, we're not getting up for those games. And it, it just doesn't really sink in. And I think now that I'm over here and I've looked back on my time uh, when the Lions did come, I'm like, wow, ah, that was actually pretty sick. Um, and yeah, it's actually crazy. a pretty cool concept. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and then you have sort of all the supporters come over, and it's just a sea of red. And you're just like, oh well now I kind of <laughs> get it after being over here in the UK. But I think as New Zealanders, we're so you know we're so far from everybody. We we kind of just worry about our own <laughs> patch, and we don't really worry yeah. about kind of anybody else. And I think um, I think when we were in it, and sort of we understood like, oh man. You know, like there's so many people supporting them, and you know, this is the best of sort of four countries. Yeah. But it wasn't until we kind, of, they kind of got here, that I was like, oh Beautiful. yeah, this is a big deal. Yeah. But before yeah. that, I was like, you know, like, ah, uh, you know, it's just a, right, but... it's just another rugby team. Mm-hmm. but Yeah. yeah it's not really. You know, like, but I, I only kind of see that now that I've been immersed in this side of the world.
1: You also um, are playing for hur- for the for the Hurricanes. We saw a. Uh... I think, uh, it's not for, long, for the Highlands against the hurricane. sorry you Turn you turn your back and kick the ball over your own head on the sort of this random <laughs> puzzle move and I want to know how, how intentional was that and if it was intentional how many times did you have to practice that about worrying getting your spine snapped and someone going straight to the back went yeah yeah you've got big hefty bollocks swinging if you're pulling that off in the middle professional <laughs> rugby game it's absolutely terrifying
3: yeah I know it's actually Quite silly, actually. Now that I think about it, (laughs) my 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 coach at the time, Tony Brown, he's probably um, him and Jamie Joe, probably two of the best coaches I've ever been coached by. And Tony Brown's, you know, he's he's a wizard. Um, His attack philosophy and the way he coaches players these days just gives you so much confidence to go and do crazy things. And he had watched the Hurricanes. you know, over so many weeks and just the line speed that they brought and he thought that if I was to kick a chip kick normally over the top, that their centre would be able to like sort of recognise the cues recognise the cues and instead of like coming up, he would turn back and be able to get the ball so I was like, yeah, so what do you suggest? He's like, well, this is what I reckon you go to the line, turn around and we'll have like at the time, there was Malachi switching the other way and we had, like, yeah. someone to announce. And then he's like, when they switch, you just turn and just pop it over your head. And I was like, are you joking? He's like, no. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, do you reckon you can do it? And I was like, oh, if you're dead serious. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah 100%, I'm dead serious. I reckon you can do it. And so we ended up practicing on the Monday. And, like, what's funny is that the whole week, every time we went to do that play, it never came off. Like, I remember, like, falconing me straight in the dome, one of them, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, no, no, don't worry, don't worry, it'll work, it'll work. And when I end up doing it, I remember we had actually called for something else. Uh, I think it was Aaron Smith to do a box kick, and then uh, and Naholo, he goes, bro, do the kick, do the kick. And at this point, it's kind of like, you can't tell on the TV, but it's actually raining. And I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, just do it. Who cares? So I was like, fuck it. And I I give a cue to Aaron Smith. And he's like, holy shit, this guy's going to do the kick. Like, I was like, cancel, cancel, cancel. And, like, my eyes just lit up. And he looked at me like, fuck, you're really going to do this kick? Like, come off once during the week. (laughs) <laughs> and then yeah, I, I ended up doing it. I, I wish we scored because that would have been like a fucking oh, highlight. You know? high, like, literally the, yeah, ultimate the ultimate highlight try. play of
1: all time. Been unbelievable. I, it's, I mean, it's still a pretty, pretty, I don't know, a pretty ridiculous highlight anyway. It yeah, is crazy. Up, uh, going over the white line out of been actually something seriously special. And I mean, so. yeah. I just I know. can't like. Surely what, the, that moment when you back's back turned, there must just be like someone in your head, a little small person, just going, "This is a terrible idea." Because someone yeah. just, <laughs> just goes bang. <laughs> Straight through the back, honestly, petrifying. Terrible. Yeah, it's funny
3: because it was over. Uh, um, it was Brad Shields, and I laughed at
1: yeah.
3: him the day. I was like, bro, what were you thinking? Was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I actually didn't know what you were going to do. And he's like, man, I should have put one straight in your ribs. And I was like, oh, thank the <laughs> <you laughs> Lord, you didn't. I was bracing myself as hard as I could. Yeah, I was over that. everything. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that is crazy. No, it was ridiculous to watch, absolutely ridiculous to watch. And we've got like a, a feature every week in our podcast Lima, where we ask uh, someone what they would rather do in two sporting <laughs> scenarios. Yeah. And uh, given that you played for the Highlanders, um, and that Crusaders are your biggest rival, or is that well, are, are one of your biggest rivals? We we thought we'd ask whether you'd rather play for the Highlanders for your whole career and not not win a trophy or anything. Or if you'd rather uh, play for the Crusaders and you win win the league, you win Player of the Season two years or three years in your career. Um, which one would you pick?
3: So I so I play for the Highlanders and say I've I've won a title at the Highlanders 215. Say that's just completely scrapped. Yeah. I've never won. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 no, yeah never no, happened. Gone, Never happened. happened. Never happened. Or play for the Crusaders and win everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh nah, I couldn't do that to myself, eh? I I'd have to I'd have to stick with the no, have
2: to
3: the landers. No I'd have lovely, to stick the Highlanders.
0: Loyal, loyal man. Well played. Yeah. Oh
3: that hurts. But yeah, I'd just have to stick through it. I've had some bloody good times down in Dunedin and uh made some some of my bestest mates, so I, I couldn't sell my soul like that. <laughs>
2: One of the other things that we always try to ask professionals that quite a few people tweet in and ask us to ask quite random questions. Mm-hmm. One of them is like, what's the food situation like um, in terms of after games? Like, is there a particular club like you get to Northampton? You like shit food, like just battered them and they've given us this shit. Like, what's what's the crack? Like, who has the best food?
3: It's actually funny see. because I come from New Zealand, where like we don't have any of that. So like any any club that I go to, I'm like fuck, man. They're feeding us. Like this is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm just like you know. So I'm just like oh, all good. Ah, uh, but I think for me, I think I think the worst one I've had so far has probably been at Worcester. I don't think yeah yeah like, from yeah. memory like, like yeah yeah they're, yeah they're great. Um, but I reckon I reckon Bath were pretty good. Eh, like Bath had probably been really? one of the best. Yeah, yeah, Bath. You've got good strand. One. Yeah, Bath, Bath, <laughs> Bath. Yeah, I'll, I'll say Bath. I like man. that. Number one away.
2: Another one which we've, we have sort of debated is quite hot, which <laughs> is out of the three things right now, you've got to fight one. What would you back yourself to beat? A lion, a bear or a gorilla? Say your reasons why.
3: A lion, a bear or a gorilla? You're fucked either way. Um, <laughs>
1: But I think that's I think probably the sensible answer but you've got to back yourself against one you've got to, like, so you've give got to yourself, back yourself to... against one yeah.
3: yeah and you can't run you actually have to fight so you've, got a the, uh, no, no uh, you've got to scrap no running allowed
1: you're in the open they're quicker than you you've got no hope well, they're definitely quicker yeah. than me maybe not yourself so I've
3: got no hope uh, I think yeah I think you might have to just go to the BRA, I think the gorillas too like they bench yeah. like 3,000 kilos the lion
1: The the bears are heavy. I think, as I say, we put quite a lot of thought into this, probably too much thought into this, if anything. But bears are actually heavier than gorillas it turns out but I, i've been looked at i've gone on weird reddit threads and strange forums i've ended up in some dark places as <laughs> a result of this question i'm not gonna lie yeah. and they basically said that all these like nature experts keep coming on these things being like oh the bear beats the gorilla 10 times out of 10 like there's just not even a question about it because i was the same i was there like the gorilla is absolutely enormous and human-sized and quite intelligent so it's just gonna beat the crap out of you basically but everything about yeah, I I just... the bear is literally gonna take your eyeballs out in about 30 seconds so a like, <laughs> <okay." the>
2: headlock <laughs> You could, like, semi-ride the lion, like, semi-get it in a headlock, just sort of dangle off it a bit. But Gorilla, mate, any range, grabbing your limbs and just tearing your limb from limb.
3: <laughs> I guess you don't want to know the lion, you know, like, Carol Baskin's husband should know. So Yeah, that's not <laughs> yeah, that yeah, bad. Yeah. You know, like, I guess, you know, first, yeah, first hand, but, yeah, for, I, for some reason, I just have to take the B R A. But, yeah, you're probably right, he is a bloody big chip, so. No, but, yeah, no I just think exactly the Gorilla, bad. like,
0: um, no, good answer,
1: fair
3: answer. Know, big silver bet.
0: You cannot yeah, mess with really
1: them are. Um, I just wanted to ask quickly. I meant to ask. So I don't completely forgot. So schoolboy rugby in, yeah. in New Zealand is like obviously something because we have there's a schoolboy rugby system here and it's quite like relatively big time in the UK, but it's not really the same. It's, it's not even vaguely the same as it is out in New Zealand, where you have like really big crowds. You have televised sports get sports fixtures between these big sides. You are obviously yeah. at Wellington College where. You had who are your they're, they're, you had big rivals there and you had their big fixture every year and there's obviously the Auckland Grammar versus um, Kings complete mind black Kings. Game, yeah, versus Kings game yeah exactly um, so what's that like what's that like as an experience to go through when you're that young like going through that kind of is it is the pressure a good thing do you think or is it just a completely bizarre and unforgettable experience that's going to stick with you as a as someone for the rest of your time
3: yeah I, you know for me personally it was one of the best experiences because you're just like playing rugby with some of your best mates. You know, you go to school, eat lunch together, go to class together. It's just a great experience. I was actually kind of lucky because the year before it got televised was my last year. And so, you know, there there was still like hype and pressure, but it wasn't to the extent mm-hmm. that it is today where guys are getting full scholarships to these schools that are costing like, you know, 20,000 pounds a year to kind of go. or, Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like, and, and we're, you know, being around, every player is a genuine career path i think yeah these days these kids have so much to sort of tend with it. And, and especially in the day of social media you know like one kid does like scores three tries all of a sudden he's touted as the next you know all black mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, yeah it's, it's kind of yeah.
1: hard to kind of
3: you know and then you and get black. all these yeah and then you get all these kids who are getting scholarships and then they might not make make it in rugby but they've been used by this school and then they've just been kind of yeah. like, oh yeah, you go do your own thing now, or whatever, like, we don't care about you. Yeah. It's then- That's kind of thing. But um, yeah, I think the New Zealand rugby system is awesome. Like there's no, you know, like if if you're the best private school and you're the best public school and you play in the final, you play each other. So everybody has a chance to play each other. There's no sort of like, yeah, yeah. only public schools play public schools, only private schools play private schools. Uh, there's none of that. Like, if you're good enough, nice. you're good enough, You play, and you, can, and you can play the best. You can play the best schools in the country. You know what I mean? So, that's
1: cool. I, yeah, I
3: think that's that. That's pretty cool. And some, some, some of the lower teams get exposure. Um, and obviously, you get your your stock standard sort of like high profile teams who are always going to be in front of the cameras. But sometimes, you know, they play the lower schools and they get on TV. And there's sort of one or two kids who are you know get picked up from that pretty special um yeah. yeah so i think it's i think it i think it's pretty it has its flaws but it's also um you know pretty good system
0: yeah you hear in the uk quite a lot about uh at club level in new zealand that you get uh graded by your weight as opposed to your age is that true or is that uh or is, does it depend yeah. where you play or who you play
3: for yeah so at school um there was sort of like uh if you went to college you'd you'd get you'd sort of have your first fifteen second fifteen and then third fifteen fourth 15. and then you'd have your your under fifteens which is all open weight and then you'd have um weight division. so you'd have like fifty five kg sixty fives i think seventy fives <laughs> and so so you just have to make be under that weight as of the start of that year
2: oh, okay. Okay, surely, as a, a little tubby Tom mate coming in, just getting, <laughs> just getting rammed by all the big boys. Yeah, well, that's why you
3: have the open, like, you have the open grade division. So, like, I think now they even have under 14s. So, okay. Um, yeah, there's this. If you don't like, if you don't want to play with the big boys, you just go into the weight grades kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Like, smart. Yeah. Smart. Um, another rugby orientated question, Lima. If you could pick one player from international rugby who would fit into the all-black side right now um, and only one international player could play who, who do you think is the most likely candidate who would you pick to play for the all-black
3: uh, really light right now
1: uh. I don't think you've been light anywhere for the last like six years probably <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. No, you know like you can, you, can, you can put you know like there's so many quality players over here. Um, you know, it's, it's always easy to say someone like Owen Farrell. Um, but, you know, I think Richie, he's, you know, pretty pretty um, unbelievable at the moment. So, I'd probably just stick yeah. with Richie. Um, yeah. I think I would pick maybe, like, the All Blacks are lacking the number eight at the moment. Not that they don't have one, but, like, you know, in the past, so I'd probably go for Billy Vonipola. For the fact yeah. that
1: monster.
3: Um, monster. You know, we, we, we don't have a eight right now. That is kind of like you know like we're like read, and Reed and, and, and establish, yeah. you know, it'd be easier to you know pick some some guys like, you know, old Farrell yeah. Morrow. I think we've got great locks, but at the moment we don't we don't have a yeah, like they you said, an established eight. eight. So I I'd probably go believe Ronnie Polo. Um, Yeah, but it was a a hard one off the top of the dome. I was (laughs) thinking, yeah, no,
0: of course. uh,
3: Farrell, Manu, Itoji. But then I got to Billy because that's where we're kind of light at the moment. So I think the orbits are still in the spot. He is
2: like, naturally, he's just massive. I remember I met him up in Newcastle. I was up there for uni and uh, we got tickets to the after party through a friend whose brother played for Sari's. And I remember just being at the urinal next to Billy and I was just like, fucking hell. Like, you literally, like, but also, mate, like, the gentlest giant, like, just was so nice to me. Like, had no reason to even talk to me and was like, hey, buddy, like, did you enjoy the game? Like, do you want a drink? Like, was like the biggest gen on and off. Like, can't, can't sort of rave about yeah. enough, really. And obviously, on the pitch, he's an absolute animal at the same time. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, imagine being my size then, you know, like 175 centimetres and like 90 kilo dripping wet, <laughs> playing him and like he's just like palming yeah. people off. That's why I was happy he got hit in the World Cup, hey, you know, in that Tommy game when he got smoked. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck, finally, yeah. finally. Someone's yeah. Going yeah. On, yeah. Doing it. Yeah, I'm like, finally, <laughs> so man, I'm sick it. of seeing you roll everybody. You know, like, I'm sick of being on the end of that. Yes, you got <laughs> smoked for once.
1: Have you seen that viral photo from him from when he was at school when he was like eleven year old, eleven years old or something? They're all sat around like a kitchen a dinner table at whatever primary school he must have gone to, and all the other kids are obviously like I don't know four foot five or four foot six and really skinny, and there's just Billy Vanapola who's already like six two and an absolute monster at age eleven. It's one of the most petrifying images of all time. Just makes you think oh, like, geez, imagine coming across cool. that when you're a thirteen year old and just having to just sit there and be like, well, we're getting completely rolled today i yeah, yeah. broken
2: at
3: end <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> the
0: match. Obviously with, well, playing at the level that you play at, your mentality is never like, oh, I don't want to play against this guy or blah, blah, blah. But is there anyone that's like massive, like a Billy or a Manu that you just think this guy could smoke me at any point in the game? Is there someone that you come up against and you think, or oh, you're just apprehensive against playing against?
3: Yeah. I definitely think when the first time I saw Manu in the flesh, because I never played him before, when I saw him yeah. line up at twelve, I was like, holy fuck, this guy is <laughs> like he's not he's not actually that tall, but like yeah. the width of the man, and I, when I looked at his legs, he had like his socks like down and like his calves and his thighs out. I was just like, Holy, this is a monster. Like and yeah. and, and like he's only a little bit taller so, than me, so. but just his the sheer width and like when you see him palm people off I was like oh shit this you're <laughs> yeah, just like oh don't run near me today brother um, yeah. that, that, that was probably yeah. the dude that I, when I got over here I was like oh shit this guy's a proper monster
1: yeah he's not built like the rest of us and uh, I've also I've caught you wearing a Cleveland shirt um, you're into your NBA i have got a clock from your Twitter you're into your NBA you're also a Liverpool fan <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how, how you've ended up being a Liverpool fan I'm honestly I'm, we're a bit disgusted we haven't we've got United, yeah. Arsenal and Spurs between the three of us here so <laughs> none, of us are, none of us are particularly pleased with that development but have you been able to watch much of the NBA obviously it's on a quite social times in the UK now i never been able yeah. to watch it before yeah, yeah sorry, just Karen, quickly Karen. on
3: that football thing you know like yeah. when I got here I, I didn't like watch any football at all like nice. didn't know anything about football and you brought up watching um the all or nothing with Man City. Yeah, yeah. I watched yeah, that yeah. and I was like, I was like, fuck! Yeah. I'm a Man, I'm a Man City supporter. Like that is me. But I, I was like, yeah. And then, um, I've, I've always wanted to go to Enfield, uh, for some reason. And it's just, mm-hmm. I think I just want to hear the song. And yeah, there's yeah. a, there a few people at our club who are like diehard Liverpool fans, and they, were, they were just like, oh, that's the one game you should go to. Blah blah blah. So I was like, okay, I, I got ended up. Uh, getting myself a ticket to Champions League. So it was a mid midweek game, eight o'clock Whoa. at night. And they, they wow. were like, and I, and I was in the cop as well. Um, Unbelievable. And yeah, and this one lady, her name's Sam, she's at the club, like she's been supporting Liverpool for like 20, 30 years or something. She's like, one game at Anfield and it'll change your life. And I was like, fuck, can't be that cool. And then I've <laughs> like, never been to a football game in my life as well. Like, so this yeah, is okay. my first football game I've ever been to. And I got there and I just like heard them sing the song. I was like, fuck, yo, uh, this is my team now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, yo, this is my team. Sweet, yo, oh, I, yeah. I like proper felt it. So that's the only reason why I kind of like half support Liverpool is because I, that's the only football game I've ever been to in my life.
1: Oh no, It's so a pretty ridiculous fun. game to get yourself to. Um, but yeah, I was saying on yeah. the NBA lines as well. So have you, have you been watching much of the NBA or have you been just sort of catching up with it slowly?
3: Um, now nah, catching up on it slowly Obviously uh, big, I was a big Kobe fan um, Growing up so yeah. Always following the Lakers But I've been watching uh, I think his name's Matthias uh, For the 76ers Matthias
1: um, he those yeah, videos yeah, on YouTube yeah,
3: yeah, he's been doing his vlogs And I'm like, they're fuck this
1: That's so good They're all just like Fucking off for the golf course For like six hours a day And yeah. none of them have ever played it's golf course, And it's just like yeah. Unbelievable have you seen Javal McGee? So Javal McGee is the, the Lakers player. He does. He has a vlog yeah. as well, and his, yeah, his yeah, little daughter it's unbelievable.
3: Yeah, just to see what they do, you know, like how they go fishing. Like they've actually like, yeah. bought yeah. <laughs> fish and they just dump them in the water so that they can go fishing.
1: It's right? mad. It's combined it's, it's, like, you know,
0: it's so good. Involved. I reckon the like best shop. league in
1: the world. 100% I the world, it's, I the, the, it's the best run league as well like the, the fact that they've managed to get it up and running with that many players and that many teams just like that and sorted it no covid cases no nothing just like yeah, it's crazy all that to go on is so impressive and it's such high action the highlight reels you can literally sit in front of that like, highlights for hours and hours so, yeah. you get right. dropped
2: and that's just, that's, a ra- that's a rabbit hole you literally just end up watching hours of it on youtube just you on really the next really video everything it. you just have a little yeah.
3: And like at the moment there's a lot of guys who aren't really known who have been getting buckets you know what I mean like yeah I've been reading a lot online and they're saying that the depth the depth perception so you, yeah. um, when you get to these big stadiums apparently when you shoot the ball from like three and stuff the depth of where the hoop actually right. is is it kind up. of hard to get kind of hard to gauge so now yeah. they are kind of like in a training a facility like they're mm-hmm. playing in these in these courts they don't have massive crowds no no, like stadiums. That's yeah. like that's easier to to get buckets. Apparently, like
1: figure it out. So that, that's crazy, yeah, that's what
3: I, I thought. That was nuts. I was like,
1: what? That really, so that's why yeah, you yeah, see these random
3: dudes to a drop between forty. You're like, where's T J. Warren?
1: Yeah, T J. Warren's he's busy averaging like thirty eight point five points a game or something, having like yeah, never scored like, like twenty five before in his career. It's like, how's that come out of anything?
3: Keep yeah, and man. so, like, that's one of the reasons. So, like, yeah, I, I think the NBA has been sick, just been following it. Um, it yeah, not, do you have,
2: not... do you have um, a thing, you know, obviously you said about the depth perception, how, like, maybe, like, a bit of a crowd could obviously put them off the three-pointer. When you play, like, obviously when you, when you kick a goal, going for conversions and goal kicks, do you pick out, like, a bobble hat in the crowd? Like, do you pick out the smallest thing to focus on or do you just go for the, just between the posts?
3: Yeah, I just aim for a for a person. Like I'll pick someone out in the crowd and I'll be like, okay, I'll aim for that person and then and and then just kind of hope it goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just try try, 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 to. try and
2: peg port, Just poor old yeah. Susan on row 42, 87 yeah. years old, just aiming for a face. <laughs> yeah,
3: but it's kind of weird here because like where I'm from, everybody boos and chants when you go kick. Here it goes silent. So in my yeah. head, when I'm goal kicking, I'm like singing a song or something because I'm like, "Fuck, this is weird."
0: You're used to all the noise, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, humming, "Make it come yeah. yeah,
3: I'm just like <laughs> singing any song that can come into my head. I'm like, "Oh yes, yeah, that's better." Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is crazy. Do you think it will be uh, uh, different when when the prem comes back without crowds? Do you think it will playing will be different? Do you reckon the intensity will drop at all, or do you think no, that's just a bit of a when once you're playing, you're playing.
3: I think once you're playing, you're playing. But I kind of get the feeling it's kind of almost like a glorified opposed team run. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, obviously there'll be stuff on the line. But I, I talked to a few of my uh, mates who play in the Super League, and they they said it was they said it was pretty anticlimactic, Uh when they ran out for the first time in the weekend. They were like, "Oh, this is a bit oh, really stink." Yeah, it's a bit stink, but yeah, you know it is what it is, and you have to deal with it. I think right now what what happens is um, there there is no home sort of home court advantage, you know, like yeah. and I think what hap- what will happen is is the team who gets the momentum early will probably win. Because if you, you know you know what I mean? Like if, if yeah, yeah, you yeah, of course if you get on top early, um and you're the home team, uh, or you're their way to say you get say we're playing Saints away, we get on top early, they don't have their crowd there to kind of like, you know, start chanting mm. or start uh, bat, like yeah. kind of yeah, getting them up and sort get of... Get the engines running exactly. Help. Yeah. So, I, I think in, in that sense, I think what you're going to see is, yeah, just a game that is played on momentum and whoever gets it first the quickest and holds it the longest will win. Yeah.
0: No, fair enough. Yes, it's my own are, you, uh, are you quite looking forward to getting back out there though or has it been quite a nice break in terms of on your body? Just because being a rugby player, it's just relentless really, isn't it? The strain on your body. Has it been quite a nice break in terms of being injury-free or whatever? Yeah, I've really loved this it. Period?
3: i really love being away. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a bit different to some of the other boys. You know, I've got two young kids, so to watch them grow up and, and see what they get up to has been pretty fun. Uh, a lot of hard work though, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of getting getting out there again and and sort of just cracking into it. It yeah. will be weird, I reckon, sort of initially, but I think once sort of you get a game or two under your belt, you'd be like, oh yeah, fuck, this is not this is the new normal now. Get so let's just back crack on and um, just hook in. You know, I think you know, like we're playing Saints if I can. Tungile runs over the top of me I'll be like oh shit yeah this is and yeah. um, I'm yeah. back yeah I'm yeah. back, I'm, I'm, back. <laughs> I'm better snap out of this daydream real quick and make some tackles <laughs> oh,
0: good man well, good man
3: what's That'd the main exciting. sport you guys sort of yarn about or like or enjoy or is it just everything
1: football and cricket mainly because yeah. they've been the most on at the moment so a lot of a lot of football while well, the Premier League is happening now it's the Champions League going on and then we're all big cricket fans so the test matches oh, are yeah. being on and the test matches have been so good as well like all so, oh, I thought yeah. like they've all been really competitive and really like actually like interesting games to watch so that's mainly what we've been talking about yeah.
3: he's gone back to NZ eh yeah family
1: reasons I've, is that right yeah, he yeah, that's, that's yeah he's I've gone read. back to New Zealand yeah he has which is pretty devastating because we haven't really got anyone that can bat at the best of the times apart from and we, yeah <laughs> other day. and we've relied on <laughs> him quite a lot for the last a. two years yeah. he's just been it's basically been the Stokes show for two years so I, think I suppose New Zealand that, that day last year at the World Cup final was probably not the not the dream day for you. Whereas for us that, <laughs> yeah, like my yeah. favourite like sporting moment ever is that Ben Stokes time in the World Cup final last summer.
2: Oh, I remember I remember that that game
1: that game. You were that you went to that game. Yeah, I went to that game, bro, and that, oh.
3: was, that was my first cricket game I've ever been to.
1: No <laughs> way. <laughs> No shit That's probably the, Doesn't it? That's one of the most <laughs> Bonkers sporting fixtures that. I don't think anything I couldn't could be, be more, more jealous I, I
0: physically guy. couldn't be More jealous if I tried That is unbelievable
3: Yeah I ended up Getting my Tickets um, Through Who was it Anyways One of their coaches Who I know for another friend um, And he couldn't go Because his missus Wanted to go to
2: Iceland Or something like that Oh my it. god Can you imagine yeah. Oh no, you,
3: you I didn't think That New Zealand Were going to make it
2: you know, oh like really how oh no. how, you know,
3: like New Zealand. yeah you know what i mean so it kind of like oh, we're not really gonna i don't think we'll make the final so uh he ended up messaging me um on twitter and saying bro i've got two tickets um if you want them i was like to what and he's like oh the final that's on i was like oh sweet yeah i'll go along i got my tickets when i was at the box <laughs> and then this dude just sprints up to me and he's like um he's like oh uh can I buy those tickets off you? And I was like, Hey! And he's like, I've got two and a half grand cash here. Uh, you can take it now and just give me those tickets. And I was just like, I felt we—I almost took it, but I was like, Oh, actually, hey. like this, this is my first cricket game, and someone like gifted me these tickets. So I was like, Yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah. do it. And like after going to it, I wouldn't have sold those tickets for any amount of money. not. Oh, like, no oh, way. Way. Man, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> the point thing launched.
3: Points Yeah, I actually got this funny story about Stokesy. Um, not not me personally, but one of my good mates. He was he was walking, it was when they were in Christchurch. Um, and he was he was walking home or, or, or something like that after the test. Yeah and he um, was just by himself and this this lady pulls up. Um, kind of like next to him and she's like oh hey um, do you need a ride and he was walking he's like oh I'd love a ride and so he's like oh you're sweet jumps in the back of the car he jumps in the back of the car and he looks to his right and there's fucking Ben Stokes and Ben Stokes is in the car for his mom and dad Not safe. so. very he ridiculous like, yeah so he's that like never
2: he's like, he's jumped in
3: his car from this lady and he's like oh sweet thanks he's jumped in <laughs> looked up and being like Fuck, I was just watching yeah. this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 I'd literally be you know, so so silent. silent. I would not believe my yeah. eyes. That's crazy. Oh. You know, your mum said, go on. and
2: say hello. Yeah. Your mum, go <laughs> and say hello. Be friendly. Fucking
3: oh, hell, say hello. He's so just, you know, he just finished the game, you know, like. He just sits there like, oh, hey, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah, so try and just, just try and be normal. Yeah. Just try and be normal as yeah.
0: much as you can. Yeah. Like,
1: that's all you can yeah. do. I also
0: don't know whether it's true. I'm, well, I don't know. I'm sure you wouldn't be able to confirm or deny, but apparently Stokesy between the end of the innings and the Super Over uh, in that World Cup final, went into the showers and had two fags and then like, went out I've, and then I've, scored. I've up. actually heard
3: that story too. I've heard that story <laughs> as well, actually. We'll say it's, it's true just, so make him sound good, yeah, cool, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> mate. Yeah. Chill the nerves. Yeah, no, Chill the nerves.
2: Yeah. Just running in, springing yeah. in. Who's got a packet? Give me some seed. Give me some seeds, Just marking up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's going yeah. for it. That's close. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I reckon it's true. We'll say it's
3: true, mate. Right? Yeah, I reckon you so.
0: Thank That's you so it. much again, Lima. I can't thank you enough. Yeah, thank cheers you. so very much.
2: Lima, that was huge. Thanks a lot, bud. Unreal. Good, good luck. Guys.
0: Good luck for the rest All of the season. Cheers,
2: bud. Good luck for the rest of the season and yeah, cheers. All the best. No worries, you take care, eh? Look after yourselves.
3: The All Blacks, still the kings of World Rugby. Is this the greatest ever era, even for New Zealand?
0: Well, we hope you enjoyed that as much as we did, because we bloody loved it, didn't we, Matt? We did a bit. Bloody. Right up our Street. Right up our Street, that was. Uh, but please... Please what? Enjoy.
2: Oh please, please sir, can I have some more? No, wait till next week. <laughs> yeah, every week.
1: <laughs> that
0: is good. Um, oh. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and uh, follow us on iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. What else is there? LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Onlyfans. Only yeah, Rick's got a really good Onlyfans. so should we keep an eye out for. <laughs> But yeah, most of all though, keep eating those burritos. We've told you before and we won't tell you again. We're we're bloody still doing this, are we? It's season two. (laughs) Right, see you next week, everybody. Ciao, Bella. In a
3: bit.